Welcome back to the Karma of it All, where we give advice, guidance, and support to those going through and healing from toxic, karmic, and traumatic relationship situations. I, of course, am your host, Miss Complexity, and we are getting into today's subject. Come join me. Not your guest. I am your host, Miss <laughs> Carm, Miss <laughs> Complexity, and I'm glad to have Michelle Fonden here. Am I saying it right? Yes. Okay, we got her on the line, and she is definitely going to enlighten us on twin flames, soulmate, and karmic connection. And I know y'all need to hear this because half of y'all are in one of these. Or the other. Maybe both. I don't know. We're gonna find out. So. <laughs> Michelle, how are you doing? I am great, Miss Karma Plexity. Um, yeah. I'm so happy to be here and talk about this subject because it is one of my favorite subjects to talk about. Yes. How did you come about um getting into this? Like Yeah. So yeah. I didn't really realize the difference between all of these things until I met my twin flame in September of 2018. And that is when my world kind of came apart <laughs> and I realized, oh, this is a very different connection. And the, the relationship I was in for five and a half years prior to meeting my twin flame was definitely a soulmate slash karmic connection. And um, so it wasn't until I met my twin flame that I really realized the difference between these connections um, I don't know if you want to learn a little bit more about the connection, but <laughs> yes, all of this is is connected in some sort of way. We are all connected with twin flame soulmates and karmic. Am I correct? Yeah, we just start, we have to figure it out. But... Yeah, and not everybody has a, tw a twin flame in this lifetime. Sometimes it happens in the next lifetime, mm -hmm. but yeah, it's all meant for your soul growth. And so when I started realizing the differentiation between these, um, I really went back into the relationship I had with the, um, I call him my alcoholic loved one, um, for five and a half years before meeting my twin flame. And that relationship was so difficult. It was difficult the entire time. But I had so that was a karma connection. That was, I believe, it was karma, but it was also a soulmate. Um, ah. The reason why I believe that you can have combined of both is mm -hmm. because if you have traveled, if your soul has traveled with other souls in past lifetimes, and then you've built up karma. So basically, let's de define what karma is. And I'm sure you talk about this all the time on your channel. <laughs> um, so karma is a word, is a Sanskrit word that just means action. That's all that it means. And we perform action in every second of every day. And we can either perform action that is helping us. So we create positive karma. We do an action that may have neutral karma, right? Like, for example, making your bed could just be neutral karma. <laughs> like sometimes it could be good, but it's pretty neutral as an activity, and then we have negative karma, which would be if we were to lie to someone, if we were to cheat on someone, if we were to be dishonest in any way, for example, that would create negative karma. So 
in your lifetime, you can accumulate either positive, neutral, or negative karma. And this happens with people too. And so let's suppose in a past lifetime, you were in a relationship with someone and you were very abusive to them, for example, and then you died. <laughs> um, but now that karma must be repaid in a subsequent lifetime. And then inversely, if that person didn't treat you right, and then in this lifetime, they would have to repay their karmic debt. And so, <laughs> yeah. And so the reason why we encounter these souls again is because we need to repay our debts. And that's basically it. But sometimes it can combine with a soul contract. A soul contract would be um, someone from your soul family that is going to help your soul to evolve to the next level. I'm so sorry. I'm are you? Are you like, is it, I'm on it right now. Is it like, resonating? Yes. Yeah, it's totally Oh, resonating. so, so, so much right now. Like, yeah. really? Because you know you have your soulmates and your soul contract. And I know for a fact that, you know, for me, I was put here to help other people. And sometimes when I went into a relationship, it was like, okay, I'm in a relationship with you to show you something, you know, to help you with your karma to get rid of. Yes, I did talk about this a couple of months ago about being the actual karmic of your relationship. Mm -hmm. I was actually the karmic of your relationship. You can go good or you can go bad. This is your choice right now. What you going to do? Yeah. I am here for you to make that choice. And every time, every time they chose, now nah, she can't possibly be because they look on the outside. Yeah. And they said, oh, well, she doesn't have enough money. Oh, well, she doesn't do this. Oh, well, she doesn't look like that. Mm -hmm. The karmic is going to look like everything you ever dreamt of, everything that you could imagine. But they also are going to be doing a lot of the stuff that you shouldn't be doing and trying to keep you there. Yes. Whereas, yeah, that's correct. I'm not looking the part. I'm not looking apart, but I'm looking, I'm, I'm here to show you that that's all not needed. It's not what's on the outside that matters. But then, like I said, every single time, and I'm just like, okay, I hope they are listening because they listen. They definitely listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> and now they know. <laughs> oh, that is funny. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that's that because uh, a karmic connection can be very attractive and the reason why it's so attractive is because you need to work out that debt. Um, so, for example, with my alcoholic loved one that I met prior to my twin flame, he was, the relationship itself was so attractive because he was, on the outside, he was like loving and really kind and generous. But he had this problem with addiction that was dragging him down. And then me being in the relationship with him was dragging me down. But I couldn't get away from that relationship. Every single time I tried to get away from that relationship, it would suck me back in. But in retrospect, it taught me a lot of things, you know, and I think that's what you need to extract from it. It's not admonishing yourself or punishing yourself over and over again saying why did I stay with this toxic man why did I stay with this drug addict this alcoholic this guy who was siphoning my money um all of these things it's not about admonishing yourself it's about what did I learn from this process right that is it mm -hmm. like how did I come out of this 
And for me, it was a relationship that taught me about my inner strength that I, that I didn't know I had. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm a, I wrote my first book while I was in that relationship with him. And so it brought out something in me that I didn't, like I said, I didn't know I had, I didn't know I had that strength. I didn't know that I could build boundaries and, and maintain boundaries, personal boundaries. And so I'm very grateful for that experience. But when I was in it, everybody around me was like, girl, are you crazy? You got to get away from this guy. <laughs> you know, and I was like, yeah. I'm trying, but I can't get away. So I, I believe that he, he was a soulmate because of my personal development, meaning like it was my lifelong dream to become a published author. And that happened while I was in the relationship with him. So that means that he was somehow leading me to that. But at the same time, he was karmic because of the destructive aspects of the alcoholism and codependent relationship that was keeping me tethered to that. And that was the karma we needed to work out. What do you say about relationship patterns? Like, we can get out of a, a relationship that wasn't good for us, but we get right back into another relationship that's just like, you know, gets a different person, the same, the same energy, the same spirit, and we get back into those relationship patterns, and we're not. Yeah, realizing <laughs> that happens all the time down, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, We're like, hey, wait, I thought I left this guy. And then it seems like you meet a new person and then it's the same person, but in a different body. You're like, what? <laughs> um, yeah, that actually happened to me. Finally decided to go on that healing soul journey. Wonderful. Connect with your tribe. The others who are healing. Get more information, get more techniques, find the people who've been through it just like you, who are ready to heal. Join the Healing Souls membership at www.complexityonline.com. We're waiting for you. Um, yeah, that actually happened to me over and over and over again, and... I believe it's because life is here to bring you lessons. So whether that is, again, someone who is um, representing a karmic debt that you must repay, or it's a soulmate that's showing you your pathway, continually showing you your pathway, and you're not seeing it. And so I feel like it's life bringing you those lessons of, Here's a lesson. You didn't see it with this last person. I'm bringing you a new person so that you can see the lesson and move through the lesson and graduate this time. And so for me, that big lesson was codependency. And I grew up in in an environment where my mother was very codependent. And, you know, she sucked us into this codependent relationship with her. And so every single solitary male female relationship I had was codependent in nature and of course I didn't even have the vocabulary to realize this until gosh until probably like 2016 so I didn't I didn't understand it right I was like I'm in these relationships where the men are a mess and I'm cleaning up after the mess and I'm trying to be the stronger person 
yeah, trying to fix them and all that. And I, I wasn't realizing what my role was. And so my, my pathway was to get out from under that codependent type of relationship. But yeah, we just repeat it because we haven't gotten a lesson. Okay, so what we're going to do is I want you to, I, what I would like for you to help us with is defining the twin flame, the soulmate, and the actual karmic connection. Yeah, of course. Um, okay, so let's start with twin flame. Let's start with that one. Okay. So a twin flame, and this is lore. This is the definition based on my personal experience and the experience of the over a thousand women that I've coached, women and men, I should say, not just women, women and men that I've coached since 2019 about twin flames. So this is what I've seen over and over again. The lore of a twin flame is that before you came here, you were one soul, and it may have been many lifetimes ago, that you were one soul that decided to split into two for the evolution of your soul. So basically, like I said, we learn lessons, we're here to learn and grow, and when we come to the end of our life, we enter again into a life to pick up where we left off. And so when twin flames decide to split, it was one soul that decided to split. It's like, okay, well, let's try to bring about evolutionary change of the soul in a faster way. And so because of that, twin flames may meet in subsequent lifetimes, but they might not know that they're twin flames until they're ready to reintegrate together as one soul. So if you meet a twin flame in this lifetime, it means that your soul has evolved to the point at which you're ready for that spiritual lesson. The spiritual lesson is really to elevate yourself into unconditional love, which is really the highest form of love. Yep. And so twin flames, because they are doing many things together in this lifetime, if you're awakened to that, they're um, breaking barriers, they're shifting boundaries, they are breaking paradigms that are outdated. Um, the relationship itself, the personal 3D physical relationship tends to be very, very difficult. Mm -hmm. um, and it's because we're breaking through barriers, we're trying to get to unconditional love And the world, if you if you've looked around, the world is not living in unconditional love. <laughs> not hardly, <laughs> right? You just have to open up the news and you will see that. Um, so that's a twin flame and are twin flames destined to be together in this lifetime. I believe they are, but the pathway is not straightforward. Okay. A soulmate is someone from your soul family. And we all have soul families and comprised of many hundreds of souls, people that are in our lives. And a soulmate does not have to necessarily be romantic in nature. A soulmate could be a sister, brother, best friend. It could be a lover. It could be a partner. Um, but it could be any number of roles. And a soulmate is from your soul family. And they are designed to come into your life to direct you onto your soul path. And you do the same thing for your soulmates. So you could have many soulmates, whereas you have one twin flame. Um. And the soulmate tends to be a little bit easier. It tends to be like birds of a feather. And it tends to be like 
oh, wow, like I recognize you. I feel like I've known you my whole life and conversations are easy and the relationship tends to be a lot easier than a twin flame. Um, soulmates too come into your life and sometimes they come in for a day and sometimes they come in for 20 years, right? It's, it's, there's really no fast or furious way of like understanding why a twin, um, I mean, uh, sorry, a soulmate might go away someday, but it's just like their whole job is to direct you on your life path. Then a karmic connection, as I mentioned in the beginning, is basically a person that comes into your life that can feel very strong. And that's a person with whom you must pay debt back or they must pay debt back. And again, a karmic connection can come as any shape or form of relationship. At times, we are born into families where our mother or father is a karmic connection. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying that. I be telling y'all that all the time. Don't I be telling y'all that all the time? So now y'all hear it from somebody else, okay? Yes. 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 <laughs> it can be family. Yes. It yes. can be family. And oftentimes it is family. Uh -huh. Because, like, since you travel with people in your soul family, and not all of, by the way, guys, all of your family members are not soul family members. Some are and some aren't. Okay. So we come in to sometimes, for example, we come into a family and we have like this really dysfunctional, abusive mother, for example. And, and we're an innocent baby, right? We're just an innocent baby. We didn't ask for this, right? We didn't like, we didn't seek this out. And that is typically because there is a very strong karmic connection and somewhere in the past, you know, could have been five lifetimes ago, we were in a relationship with that mother and that may have been a different relationship, but we did something bad to them or we did something, you know, that wasn't on the up and up. Um, so it's just, you know, a karmic connection is, it could be anybody anybody it could be a best friend it could be um that co-worker that's always competing with you at work to try to get the your position or something <laughs> right we all know those yeah. and uh and you're like why why is this person so mean to me i didn't do anything to them i never did anything to them well maybe five lifetimes ago you did something to them right, right. So. so you have to think like that yeah you have to go in and think like that because you why is why what what is this about yeah okay wait a minute i never did anything to this person but then again maybe i did mm -hmm. maybe like five lifetimes ago maybe i did knock you in the head and you hated me so yeah <laughs> wow okay i got you yeah karmic connection <laughs> Have you saved your seat? We're entering into a new moon phase. And this phase is going to bring us to learning the new moon rituals. Where we're going to find out and try to understand moon rituals, moon phases, how to create our own rituals, the elaborate 
tools that are used to create our rituals. And we're going to enter into moon manifestations. So if you're ready to enter into this wonderful, mysterious world, then please, RSVP your seat. Time is limited and so are the seats. So please visit the website www.miscomplexityllc.com. It is free only for those who sign up. No one else will be able to enter into this elaborate, mysterious world. So if you're ready, be sure to join us. You can find the information in the show notes below. See you there. Um, there was another wild thing that I heard. So I've been studying evolutionary astrology and it's, the, it's the astrology that helps the soul evolve. Right. And my teacher, he is now elderly, but I've been studying his course through DVD of all things. Um, but he made a comment, which I was dumbfounded by. So listen to this. If you are a person who has casual sex. Apparently, when we have casual sex with a partner, we take on their karma. Yes, you do. We take on their karma. So be careful who you sleep with. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. You have to be careful who you sleep with because, you know, and they would sleep with a whole bunch of people. And when you have sex with them, all those people in their situation come becomes your situation. It's crazy, you right? Feel difference. You could feel the difference, right? You could feel the difference that, oh gosh, now I'm stuck to them. And one thing that my karmics was doing is the stare in the eye thing while we're doing the, the love making, yeah. the hypnosis. <laughs> oh boy. And they got you. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're stuck. Yep. <laughs> yeah oh yeah so how do we heal from all that like yeah well, i keep my legs closed so i don't know ah! everybody else. <laughs> i keep my legs closed so i don't know about everybody else. but how would you heal from coming out of that like finally snapping out of the i call it i this is what i call it i know it's rude but i say digmatize oh you get digmatized? how do you get <laughs> How do you get out of that? Like That's hilarious. Well, you know, here's the thing, yeah. though, is that unfortunately for women, it's not only like for women, it's chemical, right? Because we our bodies produce something called oxytocin, which is a bonding chemical that when we have babies, we need to be bonded to our children. Right. That's make that makes us good mothers. Um so unfortunately, when we have sex with a man, we our body releases that same oxytocin. So then we get that addiction to them. Whether we like them or not, we might not even like them. But yeah, but we, you know, we might just be like, oh, this we're having a good time, you know? But you might not even like them as a person. 
you might like them as an object, right? But not as a person, but you still like women do get addicted to men. And they say it takes like six weeks of not having sex with them before that oxytocin wears off. So I really feel like if, if you've had a lot of casual sex with guys, or if you are with someone that you know is not good for you, but you're addicted to them because of the sex, um, the best way is just to, you know, go ghosting, like just no texts, no calls, no anything, no booty calls, nothing, just cold turkey. And eventually your body will just re, you know, recalibrate. Um, but yeah, it's kind of crazy. Oh, okay. So I already know that I, I don't have that problem. I just don't have sex, period. I'm very celibate. <laughs> yeah. And I noticed how um, going into solitude and becoming celibate mm -hmm. made, made me not want to have sex. It made me realize if I decide to have sex, mm -hmm. I know exactly who I want to have sex with. Like, I have to be able to connect with them beyond sex before anything physical pops up. I agree. You know? I agree. You do that reach that point, right? Mm -hmm. You reach that point in your spiritual development. And I think a lot of women are kind or uh, women and men, but you know, for women, sex is so stigmatized. You know what I mean? But like we are like if men have sex, they're fine. If women have sex, they're sluts, right? I mean, it's basically what society says. Um, but I feel like we reach a point in our spiritual development where we come to that point where we really, even if we're single, we really realize, no, sex is supposed to be a meaningful part of my holistic health and healing and so the partner that I'm with has to match those desires, right? Has to match what is in my highest good and what is in their highest good. But it has to be a match in that way. It can't just be selfish needs. It can't just be casual. Um, but I feel like a lot of women today are kind of afraid of that mentality because of the... Um, societal conditioning and religious upbringing that many of us had. So many of us had this religious upbringing, and I know you did too, that the, that, you know, sex is bad or you will go to hell or this is a sin and breaking away from that mentality was a big deal for so many people, like breaking away from the mentality, like, feeling shameful about it, which is great. I'm glad that people have broken away from feeling that it is shameful or it's a sin or whatever. However, um, taking it to the opposite extreme isn't healthy either, right? So taking it to like being very casual about it, we, we're still humans. We still have feelings, right? Um, so, but I do feel like the more you prepare yourself to elevate in consciousness and the more you reach higher spiritual levels, the more you come to those conclusions that sex should be meaningful. Yeah. Well, sex with um, the karmic connection, the soulmate, and the twin flame would be different. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
And going into that, you know, you have to heal either which way. So it's good for, you know, getting um, into yourself spiritually to figure out who you are first before you let anybody go gabbing <laughs> <laughs> and create a problem. But when you do that, you know, basically you are actually um, finally welcoming in, you know, somebody that is on your level, somebody that is made for you. Yes. It won't be a problem. It will be more of a blessing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, (laughs) right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So like, I just published a book called The Empowered Divine Feminine, Becoming an Unstoppable Woman in the 21st Century and Beyond. And, And in that book, I talk about this subject that we were just speaking about because I talk about honoring the body and I know there's a lot of controversy surrounding honoring our bodies today, especially it's, it's almost like we're afraid to say anything. And if we say anything about anybody's body, we're archaic or mean or we're whatever, but our body is the temple that houses our soul. And we really do need to treat our bodies as a temple. And that includes you know, feeding it proper foods, but also, like you said, who do you allow in towards your body, you know? Um, You know, how do we perceive our body? Because we, as women, have the power of creation. We are the only ones that have the power of creation. So it's like when you have so much power, how do you handle that? How do you handle that? And it's it's kind of like that where you get to in your spiritual development. It's like, I have the power of creation. So how am I going to honor that power? You certainly don't honor that power by having a bunch of casual sex or allowing it, right? The first thing that came to my head was, you need to use what you got to get what you want. I'm like, oh, God, no, please don't do that. <laughs> wait, 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 <laughs> don't wait, wait, do that wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. End up, what did you say? I said, you can you can, you need to use what you got so you can get what you, you know, get what you want. Well, you know, and, and that was the mentality. That's the mentality. the mentality. It still is yeah. the mentality to some extent. Yeah. And, you know, it's unfortunately for women, it is a double-edged sword, right? Because on one hand, other women are saying to you, you got to use what you have to get what you want, right? And on the opposite end of that, it's like, oh God, you know, you're dressing like a slut. Why are you doing that? Are you trying to make yourself look bad? Or You know what I mean? So it's like, we can't, either way, we can't win, right? Can't win. And you're actually in you're actually inviting more karmic yes. situations to come toward you. Absolutely. You Absolutely. Have you grabbed my new ebook? No? What are you waiting on? Go ahead and enter into my world and learn about how I survived church-related sexual abuse and how I'm able to bring to you healing and self-healing through my trauma and turmoil. This is available on Amazon for free at kindle.com or you can download it for $9.99 at 
MissCarmplexityLLC.com. I truly thank you for your support. And so again, it's not about going into archaic views. It's not at all that. It's actually elevating you to a higher standard. It's elevating you by you to a much higher level of consciousness, which means that when you honor your body as the temple that houses your soul, when you honor your power of creation, that you are a co-creator with God, if you honor that, then you're going to dress appropriately. You're going to act appropriately. You're not going to sell yourself short or sell your body in any way, shape, or form. Because why would you do that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why, I know, why right? would you? <laughs> I know. I can't understand it, but yeah. Well, what am I supposed to do? I mean, obviously, you're not supposed to have it. If that's not for you, it's not for you. Yeah. Stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Michelle, being as you are an author, do you mind telling us all the books that you have out so we can actually connect with you? Sure. So, well, all of the books, that would be a really long, I have 11 published books, but how about if I tell you about the latest okay. three books <laughs> that pertain to this topic? How about that? Yeah. Okay. That's so, so my latest one, as I mentioned, is called The Empowered Divine Feminine, Becoming an Unstoppable Woman in the 21st Century and Beyond. The one that is about twin, the first, second one about twin flames is Twin Flame Union, The Seven Keys to a Healthy Twin Flame Journey. And then I have Twin Flame Romance, The Journey to Unconditional Love, which does delineate about this whole twin flame karmic soulmate connections as well to kind of differentiate all of those. I like that. Um, I'm going to advise you guys to check out those books. Okay, because if you like this conversation, I'm definitely pretty sure you're going to like the book. Okay, (laughs) she stays real and she's you see how she is. She's just lovely all together. So getting your mind wrapped around the twin flame and the soulmates and the karmic connection, all those journeys that you have to go through, because either which way we're going through one of them or the other. No matter what you put out there, one or the other is going to be happening in your life. So in order for you to understand it a little bit more, Myron will um, read up on it. Okay. So, Michelle, how can we reach you? How can we? Sure. <laughs> so my website is Michelle Fondin Author at gmail oh no i'm sorry my website is michellefondenauthor.com my email is michellefondenauthor at gmail.com but i also have a youtube channel where i post a lot uh about twin flames and soulmates and that is at michellefondenauthor.com okay i'm definitely gonna um youtube you I'm going to YouTube you, and um, I do thank you so much for being on the show. You did clarify what these twin flames and these soulmates and these karmic connections are, and a lot of times people will hear these things, but they really don't know what it's really about. Absolutely. Like I said, getting the book is going to help you. I mean, even tapping into her YouTube will probably help you guys understand it a little bit more because you guys truly, truly need to understand it. Okay. Thank you so much for having me. And there you have it. Thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode of The Karma of It All, where we give advice, guidance, and support to those going through toxic, karmic, and traumatic relationship situations. Of course, I am your host, Miss Complexity. 
And as always, each one teach one remain true to you. Deuces! <laughs>